0: Thank you.
1: Hello everyone. Welcome to Geekonomics. It is the first show of December. How are you doing, Brian? I'm doing great, Mark. How how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. Yeah. Getting in the Christmas spirit. It's that time of year. You. are trees your up.
2: up. Yeah, I was gonna say we we put up our we put up a small tree this year. Uh, uh, we we got, went and got
1: the full deal.
2: Got the full de- the full we tree. Get live tree. Day after wow. Thanksgiving. A thing will be dead in weeks. I water it. I just put
1: water on it. It grows. It stays. I okay, what's the longest you ever kept a live tree up? Last year we kept ours till February, I think. Almost February. Oh wow. So that is that is crazy
2: because you say that. We had a live tree. Now if you remember, this was probably At my the parents' last house month. we kept it till March once. That's dangerous. Is very We kept watering it. It still dies after a, it doesn't matter. It still dies. No, it's still, it as long as
1: you keep water, if you water it every day, it still stays fine.
2: That's not what the experts say. It do, well, it's dead. It's, a it's dead. Because tree. The experts say it
1: doesn't mean it's true, you know.
2: Um, we kept our tree to Super Bowl Sunday, that, that one year you guys all That's came That's like over. February. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because we had snowstorm after snowstorm and we just yeah. we just kept it and when we took it out i mean it was it was brittle like it it was horrible there's needles everywhere yeah but we bought a fake tree a couple years ago and we just we've just been using the see
1: when i first met claire and i first moved into the house with her she had a fake tree i've never had a fake tree in my life
2: i like them yeah
1: i hate it it's not worth the effort you have to like, she like used to have like spray to spray like the tree smell in the house and everything. And it was just, you not don't worth the effort. To
2: do, you don't have to do that. We never, we don't do it. I mean, that's
1: what she used to do. You can light a She'd candle her to move to the real tree. Yeah. Now we have real trees. Well, there's,
2: there's pros and cons. Yeah.
1: And the trick to keeping your tree alive, if anyone out there is wanting to know miracle grow in the water.
2: Actually, there are little things you can buy, but technically the tree is dead. You fresh cut it, you get a fresh cut, you put it in there, yeah. after a month, after a month, I mean, the tree is dead.
1: Well, it's the thing is, problem. if you have them cut it, another trick I've learned is if you have them cut it when you pick it up, before you put it into the yeah, tree fresh stand. Cut. You get it fresh cut. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they cut already when you pick them up. Yeah. They're already cut. You know, could you cut like, if you go to a place that's got pre-cut trees, that's what we usually do, is the trees are already been cut down. Yeah. So you have them do the fresh cut again, and then you put it into the thing and it stays longer.
2: Right, right.
1: Because well, they burn Mark, the ends before they send them out, so that way it doesn't.
2: Yeah, you always got to get a fresh cut,
1: baby. Yeah, that's right. Got to get that fresh cut.
2: Fresh cut. Well, Mark, we got a lot to talk about. We can talk we do. about fresh cut Enough tree talk
1: to... for today. Yeah, we got – Stay tuned next week for more – Holiday hacks.
2: We got Mandalorian Chapter 4. We got oh, HBO News. Oh, man. man. We got our favorite Christmas songs. But first, like always, uh, just give Time me- for the news. No, time. Oh. What have you been doing this week? What you been oh, yeah,
1: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, I've actually been watching a lot of stuff this week. I watched uh, Queen's Gambit on yeah. Netflix. I want to see that. I heard it was good. Bobby mentioned it. And now him and his kids are playing chess all the time. Funny story about chess, Mark. Yes, Brian. When I was young,
2: I taught my brother, Tony, how to play chess. One Christmas, we got a Mm -hmm. chess set. I taught him how to play chess. Me. I knew how to play. Someone taught me at school. Okay. I played, I taught him. I beat him once. Afterwards, I never beat him again he got good like he was just really good at it and he maybe he
1: could have been a, he could have been a, a chess kid little bobby yeah. fisher there yeah yeah but no it was it was really well done it's really well put together um it's all fiction but it's done in a way that it's like you actually believe that it happened kind of yeah the way it's put together so it's really well done i'm not gonna tell you too much cause i know you haven't seen it yet so i don't want to Oh, yeah, don't ruin it. I do want to see
2: it. I'm not going to ruin it. I'm
1: not. Okay, don't ruin it. Um, shut up. Uh, no, ideas. it was really good. Uh, then on Saturday, Claire and I both had, well, now we have weekends off. So Saturday, uh, she decided she wanted to watch The Undoing. And she was going to watch like, an episode, and then we were, she was just going to move on to something else.
3: Yeah.
1: But we ended up watching the whole series in one sitting? One sitting. Like eight hours. It's like eight episodes or something like that.
2: All right, all right. So from this point on, I never want to hear you complain. Kids are always on their door. door. Eight hours? Eight hours? Oh my God. Well, when never, the wife ever, decides it's what Never complain. Never complain.
1: Well, I only you can't. Ever... I'm, not, I'm only going to put one caveat on it. No, there's no caveat. the wife decides she wants to watch something and there's only one TV in the house. You have it. Doesn't matter. Eight
2: hours is a fucking long. So, what is this show? I've never even heard of it.
1: It's a murder show. It's a uh, Hugh Grant, Nicole Kidman. Oh, Don yes. Sutherland
2: on HBO, right?
1: Yes, on HBO.
2: And actually, want to hear something interesting about this show? I just heard a little. News. I would like to hear something interesting about this show. That show, Thank you for telling me about it, was one of the highest uh, rated HBO finales, and. It was the first show in HBO's history where every episode the ratings got higher. Like it, 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 it only, makes sense. It got it higher sense. and higher After as watching it went.
1: I would say it make it makes sense. It's so not it's one of those like who done it shows. So don't go into it thinking that's like like trying to figure out who did it. Yeah. It's fairly obvious, in my opinion. It was fairly obvious who did it. Yeah. So unless you're, you know, but it was it was very, very trippy. It was very cool. It was very good. I suggest people watching it.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: and it just ended, so you can watch the whole eight hours in one sitting. Yeah,
1: well, it's one season. It's just a miniseries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: My God.
1: Man. Yeah, and That's we got cool. into a uh, murder, at Myrtle on uh, Middle Beach, which took place in Madison, Connecticut. Actually,
2: wait, was that murder or Myrtle? Murder. You said Myrtle. Myrtle on
1: Myrtle Beach. Myrtle on because I wanted. I almost. I keep accidentally saying Say Myrtle. Myrtle Beach. So I wanted to catch myself. So what is it? It's murder on
2: Myrtle Beach.
1: Murder on Middle Beach. It yeah, takes place. It would happen in Madison, Connecticut.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, the kid that the guy that does the documentary is named Madison. He's named yeah. after the town. Um, his mother is murdered when he was murdered. eighteen years old.
2: Yeah. Is this it wasn't that long ago? This is this a true story? a true story is a docu-series
1: the docu-series yeah all right is it the kid (laughs) whose mom died is a person that's doing a documentary he started this documentary when he was in college Uh uh-huh as a this like final project for school and it just snowballed and now it's like he's it's an actual
2: now like series
1: of episodes he's doing what's this on HBO as well oh okay cool yeah um, we're up to the second episode. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's like, it's one of those. Well, I like, I like it's like a, it's, it's one of those. It's I'd I'd put it up there with the, to catch a murder or to catch a killer, whatever the name of that one was. Right, right. It's like that kind of like you think it's this person, and then you think it's this person, and then you think yeah, it's that person. Yeah, yeah. I like those. Those are cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell that, like I'll his that, mother that, was I'll murdered. That,
2: like. Don't. Don't tell me anything. No, I, I'm just
1: saying his mother was murdered 10 years ago and they yeah. still haven't solved it. I like that. All right. Yeah.
2: I'll, I'll tell the wife. I remember about
1: it. hearing about it because it's in Connecticut and I remember it being a thing. It was like a big investigation kind of thing. Right. Right. In southern part of the state. And then it like they interview like Dick Blumenthal, like an interview, a lot of like local. Local so people. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. It's worth a watch. I'd say.
2: Awesome, yeah. I, we're, we're hoping to start Fargo season four this weekend. But Is that the Chris Rock season? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, I heard really ended. good
1: things about that, too. Yeah, it just ended, so. Yeah.
2: Um, I got two things. What
1: are you uh, been watching this week, Brian?
2: Well, uh, this happened right before Thanksgiving, and I forgot to mention it last week, but I was so fucking excited about it. Um, the G4 reunion that happened yes. on YouTube slash sci-fi channel. Yeah. Um they they premiered on YouTube's G4 YouTube channel and then they're actually aired it on sci fi like a week later on Thanksgiving weekend.
3: Mm. And
2: it was amazing. Um it was hosted by uh I forget his name, um the guy who does the voice to the shark on on uh, Harley Quinn, uh Funches.
1: Oh yeah, Ron, Ron
2: Funches. He hosted it. We had Adam Sessler, Morgan Webb, oh my god. x play yeah we had uh, Olivia Munn was back. we had Kevin Ferrero was back. Tack um, the show. Tack the show. We had the girl from Cheater uh, Cheaters. Um, not Kristen Holt. Yeah, not, not, not the cheaters like you know um, no cheat. It
1: cheat was cheat. It wasn't cheaters.
2: Yeah. yeah. And oh God, what's his face? Oh, he came in late. Um,
1: oh, the kid for, the guy from um, like not real world, but he was like on uh, um, road rolls.
2: I don't know if he was on – maybe, but he, he was a writer and um, –
1: Yeah, he was on, like, one of those. He was either on Road Rolls or Real World. He was on one of those. But, man, it was
2: so cool to have these guys back because like, – Oh, no, uh, Sarah said... Underwood? Okay, so uh, what they did was, because of the pandemic, they yeah, had yeah. the main people on. They had this fake, like, Thanksgiving dinner, and the yeah. whole story was Ron Funches kidnapped them and yeah. had them – held up in his basement mm. and then they introduce a new ambassador he's a, a wrestler he will be a, a new g4
1: xavier woods yes xavier woods he comes yes he
2: comes to save the day yeah um
1: and he his own channel called up up down down where right he does video games.
2: yes he's a big gamer so yeah they Huge actually game ha- they had a vote yeah. out and he he got uh twitter yeah they voted him in um so when g4 comes back in whatever way it, it if it's going to be an online it's probably gonna be online and tv broadcast um yeah he will be one of the new hosts of something
1: but it i was, think they're gonna get a block on sci-fi i think was the rumor
2: they probably could they probably yeah. could and, and then i've heard like
1: the rumor it. of the like the the major shows being re-brought back like x-play attack of the show
2: so it was so awesome. We had a attack of the show. They did around the net and Kevin nice. and Olivia, what yeah. the uh, Ron Funtress made a cardboard podium and he had the cardboard fake phone the phones hanging. Yeah and he goes, Time to do around the net and it was so magical. And those nice. two those two didn't lose a miss a beat. I mean, like they're such great hosts and the chemistry between them is so good.
1: Yeah. Well the four of them the, like the four of them each in their own groupings were like two of the best tandems. Oh yeah. On TV. And it was amazing how great they were.
2: Like I said, when I work in this room, when I'm working on my comics, I'm boarding, I'm I just reorganizing, I put old X Play episodes on and I just mm. let it go. And I, I I just it brings me back um to like old games and like where I was when I used to watch the show and yeah. I just love X Play great-
1: video i just watched the other day because i saw that and i was gonna watch it but i didn't get around to it but there's a great um video that someone did the history of g4 it talks all about how it like started from tech tv yeah and then like became g4 and like the heyday of g4 for like 2007 to 2009 and then the new ceo came in and it gradually like went away it was like they're just so reruns of like Cops and all these syndicated shows.
2: Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched it yet. I will definitely check that out. Yeah. Um, but if you can watch a G4 reunion, it was a lot of fun. It brought back a lot of great memories. So, what they did, you remember Sarah Underwood?
4: Well, yes. Well,
2: Chris Hardwick. No, can't. I know. Uh, Candace, <laughs> uh, everybody who was part Chris of the show. Chris Hardwick, course. I remember.
1: Yeah, he came in late. He was one of the later.
2: Well, he was on attack of the show. He did the tech he did the um the Yeah, tech- but
1: then they gave him his Tec-tron. own show later on.
2: He did TechCron, uh Chris Gore did the movies. Um yeah. once Ke- once Olivia Munn left, Candace came in, then Kevin retired, yeah. and then it was Candace with Sarah, and they would have yeah. a revolving door. Um and
1: G4 yeah. relied on, you know, that's they were they were smart. They knew their audience.
2: Yeah, they had a lot of um People Women with big in,
1: boobs.
2: They they send in videos. So they had yeah. a little montage of all the other hosts
1: yeah. talking, which was awesome. A lot of, a lot of females with, with, with big boobs. That was, their, well, that was their go-to.
2: It's funny. When you watch it now, there's some cringe moments when they're at... Oh, A3. yeah. There's some
1: stuff that you can't do now.
2: No. And it's so funny because the wrestler guy, I forget his name now. Xavier but, Woods. Xavier Woods. He comes crash again and he saves them. And he goes... G four. I grew up on G four. I loved it. It changed the way you know. It made me feel like be proud. But there was a lot of bad moments. A lot of bad moments. And then he just goes on, and they go, "We get it.
1: We get it." And he goes, "Yeah.
2: No, no, no. Really, there was a lot of cringy." That time
1: you made Olivia Munn eat a hot dog off a string in the middle of the episode.
2: Well, no, that's different. I mean, she chose to do that. That was funny. Well, I know,
1: but still, it wasn't like you can't do that now, and you'd have to like. No,
2: that's not the moments I'm speaking of. I'm watching like when they would throw to packages at E3, and you have,
1: oh guys like interviewing. You them. have yeah.
2: drunk Vader, which was yeah. a, a recurring character, like seeing a woman dressed as Princess Leia, yeah, in this slave outfit, and he yeah. says, "Oh wow, hot. Are you legal?" Ooh, cringe. Um,
1: the, and even have, worse, it was his daughter.
2: Yeah, and then you have you have other moments that. Where they're hitting yeah, there was on some, the some women, sketchy things. and it is yeah. cringy. But it was a, it was a different time. Different
1: time. Yeah. Which is anyway, scary to say because like twenty years ago, not even.
2: Well, that's a long time. Ago. I mean, things change. Yeah, not
1: really in the scheme of things. It's not that long ago.
2: Yeah, but things have changed rapidly in just the last. I'm of just years. saying
1: it's just it's just kind of crazy that just the, like ten years or so ago, that was happening on well, television.
2: Well. Ten years ago, uh, Harvey Weinstein had yeah. Hollywood buy yeah. the balls, you know, right? Literally. 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 Anyway, let's not, let's not go down that road. I'm just yeah. saying it was fun. I, I loved it. I'm so excited to see what G4 does now. Um, and then the second thing, I watched a movie called The Hunt.
1: I've seen this on the, the TV now.
2: Well, it's on show. It was like
1: the one of the – this was one of the last movies – one of the first movies, I should say, that got the direct to uh, digital because of COVID. Maybe because
2: Trolls was one of the biggest ones. Honestly. No, I'm saying
1: well, this is one of the first ones. It was in that same time frame.
2: Yes, it, it was came out like around
1: Bloodshot. It was like in that grouping of movies that were like the first ones on Amazon as digital releases because of COVID.
2: Right. So the Hunt. Um, it was a Black Friday deal for nine bucks on Blu-ray. I heard hmm. good things. I picked it up me and Allison watched it and I am not gonna say a word about what it's about uh, I would almost say don't even watch the trailer just watch it cold it is really good and the ending hand-to-hand combat fight scene is mm. probably one of the best fight scenes I have seen Pro- I mean it blew me away because it, it's a smaller film uh, B- uh, Blumhouse produced it yes. and yeah. You had two females at each other's throats and they did, they did majority of everything. Um, and it was really well shot and really well choreographed. And it fucking was like, wow. It, the movie, there goes
1: the PG rating for the show, kids.
2: It, yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, it's really who had, who
1: had 10 minutes until Brian would swear. Sure. I know, I always swear. You win the prize.
2: So The Hunt, highly recommend... Uh, it, it's an enjoyable film. It's very violent and very gory. It's very cartoonish, but it's very entertaining. Yeah. Um but that's all I got. Uh we gotta jump into the news because this is something we've Big been news. I've been covering, we've been covering since like we started doing the podcast in COVID times. Yes. Um, we'll, the what COVID will happen, times. what will happen what will happen with movie theaters and
1: now they're going it, to die.
2: HBO Max, uh, Warner Brothers said basically for the a one-year plan for 2021, starting with Wonder Woman this year, you yes. will see uh, their big slated movies that will be coming out in 2021. They will come out in the theater, but they will also come out on HBO Max for 30 days. And then yes. after 30 days, they'll go away. They will stay in the theater. By
1: the theater, they mean overseas where there's not as bad COVID.
2: They're coming to the U.S. theaters if any of them are open, but
1: well, leading going off this story, uh, before we get into what is actually going to be on the HBO Max and when, uh, AMC has already announced that they will not air any of these movies in their theaters. Oh well, just saying. Just saying.
2: You know what though? AMC did the same. They threw a fit when Universal did the thing with trolls. Right. And guess what? Then they said, that, then after like a month, they're like, oh, we we, we misspoke. Um, we need Universal because yes. Fast and Furious is one of the biggest <laughs> franchises in the world. Um, but you know what? Listen, this is this is smart. We don't know how long COVID is going to last and how long people are going to feel comfortable going to a theater. Especially mm. with social distancing, you cannot feel fit as many people in a theater as you would before and a lot of people do not feel comfortable going to the theaters
1: i found out over the weekend that my mom has rented the enfield theater one of the theaters for uh my sister's birthday for kylie's birthday yeah so she can watch white christmas on the big screen so she's so kylie's invited my siblings and uh like a small group of her friends for a total of like 10 people or something like that.
2: Yeah. And
1: they're going to have the whole theater to themselves to watch a white Christmas. That's cool. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. I mean that, that's how these theaters are going to survive with people renting them out and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't think the theater theaters are going to die, but I think this is going to be a,
1: well, some of them already have,
2: yeah. Some so. have, but this is going to yeah. be a, a like after COVID, right? In a year or two years from mm-hmm. now, when people feel comfortable going to the theater again, Once nothing, the vaccines
1: available to everybody and everything.
2: Nothing will ever replace the theater experience, but at the same time, sometimes the theater experience isn't so wonderful because you have people talking, you have people on their cell phone sometimes you... Well,
1: there's also some movies that you think are going to be good, then you spend the money to watch them in the theater, and they're not good. Right. And then you feel like, damn it, I just spent all that money to waste two hours of my day.
2: But that's a gamble you take. It's the experience. I would say some of the worst But I'm saying
1: if I had this choice of watching these new movies on like right. this HBO Max kind of situation-
2: I, I'm going to take HBO Max.
1: I'd be more apt to watch other movies that I wouldn't usually watch in a the theater.
2: Totally agree. I totally agree with that statement. Yeah. I, 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 I just have a side note on what you just said, though, Mark. Okay. There has been times where we have seen bad movies- but we were all together and we went to Denny's and it, w- it made the experience a lot more enjoyable.
1: Well, so you can't, you could can still do like this kind of thing after a movie.
2: It's not the same. I like when we went to go see Justice League, probably the last movie that really sucked. We all didn't like it, but we saw it yeah. and we went to Denny's and it was our Christmas ritual. Like this is going to be like the first year we all don't go to a movie around Christmas time.
1: Well, I was thinking about that. We could all just like get on HBO max, watch one woman do this kind of thing afterwards.
2: I'm going to watch it. I'll probably
1: do it after the the movies kind of situation.
2: Well, we we can record. Yeah. We can record a podcast that week about one woman. We should, we should do that. Um, Like I'm I'm totally down. Um, But I'm just saying the experience of seeing a movie is, you know, it's like seeing a comedy with a bunch of people laughing makes a comedy so much better than watching it at home. Uh, so I, I think, guess,
1: yeah, I definitely. think there
2: are some experiences that a theater does give you.
1: Like those uh, big, the big movies, like the, uh, like Avengers. Right. End game. Can you imagine infinity if we war. had to
2: watch, we had to watch infinity war at home, it wouldn't have been the same.
1: I've watched it at home. And it's not the same, but I'm saying, uh, those ones are like I, I understand those, but like these other movies that are more just regular movie movies, not super movies as I call them.
2: I, I guess it doesn't even. It's not as big of me. a deal
1: if you watch it in a theater. Or if you watch it at home. Like
2: I, I, I'm just saying, the experience of going to theater is something that I will always cherish. I when I saw it, was it 1917? That was probably one of the last films I saw in the beginning of the year for well, the. That's Oscars. a
1: that's a big theater movie.
2: It is, but not a lot of people were there. But I will always remember the guy who sat like five teeth away from me, bawling his eyes out the yeah. and making me cry. Like, I will remember that. Then I will yeah. – I can tell you I love the movie. It was gorgeous, wonderfully shot. But the thing will stick out is that we saw it in the theater and a guy cried next to me. Yeah. That's uh, that's the experience you don't have at home. Now, 2021, because of COVID, yeah, I want to watch these movies at home. I want to have choices. Mm. I want to have choices. I really hope this bends the arm on Disney to say, "Okay, maybe we'll do the same thing instead of charging it thirty dollars." Yeah, no, no fuck, yeah, because now no it's like like
1: thirty. I mean, the only the other thing about this is this is like the cat's out of the bag now. At this point, it's like the you know, oh, horse out of the barn. All those different di- things. I'm telling you, if Disney, once one of them does it, they all kind of have to fall. If Disney the line says now, we're going
2: to charge you thirty dollars for Black Widow, there will be a backlash. Oh, yeah. How come you're
1: charging Wonder Woman for free?
2: Yeah. And you know what? Disney is a bigger company, clearly, than Warner Brothers. Um, I mean, they're both huge in their own right. But Disney has the money to do such a thing. Um, But I hope Disney is like, okay, Black Widow, Disney Plus. I I mean, come on. Black Widow is not coming out in 2021, especially in the U.S. Um, But anyway... Um, a few. Of these... Why do we go
1: through the movies that are coming to HBO Max and when?
2: Yeah, January 20, uh, 29th ninth. We. Isn't have... there
1: stuff coming out in December?
2: Hold on, hold on. We August already know.
1: Wonder...
2: We already know Wonder Woman's coming out Christmas. We've talked about that. Everybody. Okay. Everybody. Knows.
1: That's the only thing that's coming out.
2: From my in knowledge. In
1: December of this year. Okay. On
2: HBO, from my knowledge, it's Wonder Woman on Christmas Day. Okay. But I think it would be cool if we did a. Like later on that week, if we can get Rocky and John, and we can do like a yeah, yeah, get one the one.
1: group together and do an actual yeah.
2: Um, we have um the little things. The little January things. 29th. right?
1: Um, Tom and Jerry live movie as a well, cartoon movie. Uh, March fifth.
2: Well, no, it's a yeah, it's a live action cartoon.
1: Oh, animated hybrid. There yeah. you go. It's like it's, a, a Roger Rabbit situation.
2: Now hold on! This movie I'm very excited for. How many uh,
1: Saints of Newark, the uh, continuing 12. saga of Tony Soprano.
2: Well, it's not a continuing. This is actually. A well, so it
1: says at the beginning of the thing. Oh, with no way of continuing the saga. Okay, gotcha. I didn't read the whole line.
2: take it slow down, Mark. Slow down. It's a prequel. He's actually his son. Get this: his son is playing him. His real that makes life. Sense. His real life son is playing him as a young Tony Soprano.
1: Well, that makes sense. Really cool.
2: Very excited for that. Now, this movie.
1: I saw saw Ray Liotta's in that. Is that what I saw up there?
2: uh, John
1: Arnthal from uh, The Punisher. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's going to be good. It should be good. Uh, I'm excited for that.
2: Now, this one's got Hugh Jackman. Is that Hugh Jackman? I think so. It looks like him.
1: That's what it says down below. Nick Bannister. Reminiscence, April 16th. Yep. From the uh, person who wrote uh, Westworld, the show, Burn Notice, the TV show, upcoming science fiction drama, Reminiscence, tells the story of Nicholas Bannister, Hugh Jackman, a salty figure living in a near future Miami on the brink of ruin, who has the power and resources to offer clients a chance to relive their old memories.
2: Yeah, very cool. Huh. Um, that this i'm very excited for
1: godzilla vs kong i'm excited for this as well may yeah maybe
2: first now i will here here the perfect example i love the first godzilla movie the second one was pretty awesome i i just loved the chaos the human shit i didn't like it was boring i wanted destroying stuff but i honestly don't care i get to watch this at home i'm fine yes, with that i'm yeah. fine with that yes uh conjuring these movies always make a lot of money
1: yeah uh, I don't, i've never seen one of them and i never will so it doesn't bother me the
2: devil made me do it june 4th
1: june 4th yes
2: i've seen the first one i'm sure do very well yeah uh in the heights june 18th
1: this is the the, the film adaptation of uh lin-manuel miranda's uh tony Award winning broadway sensation which was came out before hamilton this is dude I, I,
2: i'm telling you right now atrio is like these are all like now they're hbo max i mean these are all big big movies like they're not even a lot of duds here these are really good flicks yeah um, space jam a new legacy july 6th lebron james
1: takes the spot of uh michael jordan
2: yeah uh yes. the next film i am pumped for the suicide squad august 6th yes listen this is the comeback this is the James Gunn Suicide Squad. I'm very hyped for this. I think it's going to be it's going to be like, you know, a retelling of the it's proper... It's part Suicide sequel squad. and it's
1: part its own thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because it's got Margot Robbie.
1: It's got all the original, like, big names in it. Margot Robbie, Joel Kinnaman, and Jay Courtney are all coming back to yeah. play their roles. And they have new squad members, like Idris Elba. John Cena plays a character who's being spun off into his own HBO Max show. Uh, Nathan Fillion's playing a, is voicing a character. So, Yeah, very cool. Uh,
2: another flick that was actually pushed from the ending of this year is now coming out October 1st, Dune. I am so psyched to see what they're going to do yeah. with this. I am so psyched to see a proper Doom movie. And Oscar
1: Isaac just got uh, picked to play another character. In comic book,
2: no, not comic book. Video game.
1: Who did you get picked to play?
2: Oscar Isaac. He has been picked to play Snake Pliskin.
1: Oh, that's in- what it is. Metal yes, Gear. Yes. Metal- yes.
2: Now listen, the guy who's directing, who who's been writing, and writing this adaptation of K- uh, Kojima's Metal Gear, he's mm-hmm. a huge fan. He's a huge fan of Kojima. I I I have I, I I'm. I, hopefully he can do it justice it's very hard to mm. adapt a video game especially something like metal gear which is bizarre and that. weird you you can't it's going to be interesting yeah. I, oscar isaac you have to beef up a little bit i think he can pull it off um we'll wait we'll wait have to see but i'm very excited for that
1: um oscar think, also got is also tabbed to play moon knight
2: yes yep moon knight so. King Richard
1: November 19th with... um is that Will Smith uh, the, the Williams sisters from tennis the story of their father and how he uh made them into tennis superstars you missed another movie up there you scrolled past i did oh i thought you i thought i saw brian cranston's face uh, uh apple plus oh okay um another flick I'm so happy. Real, real quick. What, what? I'd like what? to thank Apple Plus for purchasing the rights to the Mariah Carey Christmas special. So I'll never have to see it. So thank you, Apple Plus. Okay. I didn't know that was a thing. I saw a commercial for it over the weekend. Thank you, Apple Plus. I think it was on TV. wasn't on TV. No, it's a straight to Apple Plus exclusive. Oh, I had
2: no idea. Um. Uh, a flick that I kind of feel would be gr- beneficial to see in the theater, but mm-hmm. I'm still, I will still be excited to watch it at home is the Matrix 4. That's big. That's big. I think more people will be excited nice. to like, watch this at home. That's crazy. I didn't, even, like, I didn't even know they were filming it yet. They're filming it's it. It's coming out. They've been filming it all year. I didn't even know. Yeah. On and off because of COVID. Oh, man. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which is there's no release date. Um, yeah, it's coming out this year. The new Mortal Combat film coming out this year. Uh, Those who wish me dead. Yeah. Um, and then. Malignant. Malignant, which must be a horror film.
1: Yeah, Saw, Insidious. It's on that vein.
2: Cry Macho Clint Eastwood. Should, could be interesting. He looks so young there. That That's an old. older
1: photo. It's not from this movie.
2: I know. I know. It's older. Say.
1: It's an earlier movie.
2: But I'm telling you, man, HBO. This, these are. This is a solid lineup. And now that I get to watch all of this for free, well, with my subscription, I, it just makes it so much better. I
1: mean, it, it's just like, why not? I mean, you're not gonna like.
2: You're not gonna the way make things are up. going
1: right now. There's no way in America. That we're going to be able to go to theaters for a foreseeable future.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Why sit on these
1: movies when you could get them out overseas or on HBO Max in America?
3: You you
2: sound, you have so many pregnant pauses there, Mark. You sound like this is just in America. Get them out there.
1: Yeah, that was my... You, you were Christopher Walken over there. Like, yeah. what's going on? Well, there was, was my uh, William Shatner.
2: William Shatner. But, I mean, yeah. totally, totally, like, um, I hope Disney Plus and I hope others kind of see this and say, well, maybe we'll do the same. You're still making your money in theaters at yeah. places that are open, and you're going to get more people subscribing to your service, which they all want anyway, ultimately. because is what they
1: really want you to do in the beginning with they want you yeah. to subscribe to the service and watch the other stuff. Right, not just the these movies. So
2: yeah, and I mean, it, it will get new eyeballs. Hey, I want to watch the new uh, Suicide Squad. Well, I guess I'll subscribe to HBO uh, Max. Oh, yeah. Now I'm sucked in because there's so much more off to be offered. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Very cool. A very smart move. I think ultimately this is a conversation for another podcast because we got a lot going on today, but. I don't think it's going to kill the theater, but I definitely think we'll have a resurgence of the theater in a couple of years when there's a big hit, a big movie coming out and people, it gets people to go back to the theater and they feel comfortable. But I think for now the theater is just kind of dying and it will just kind of do its own thing. It's like,
1: I mean, even before this it's all there. happened, with COVID, like the only times we ever went to the movies, like we all went as a group. Was for like a, a super movie, yeah. Either a superhero movie or Star Wars, like big blockbuster movies.
3: Yeah,
1: like I never went to the theater to watch like a regular movie.
2: I did. I mean, I would go with Allison. I mean, we saw 1917. Uh,
1: well, I know, but I'm saying in general, of- there's not a huge like like people aren't rushing out to see like a regular non-big superhero movie at the movie theater. Like, that's been the the trend for a while now. It's not like it's a... Yeah. Uh,
2: And honestly, it's nice that this year, smaller movies got to uh, blockbuster status because of uh, the way theaters are... Because honestly, ultimately, those are some of the... I love the superhero movies and all that, but the smaller films are the ones I... I love watching and like gravitate towards uh, afterwards and they're mm-hmm. simple stories. Sometimes are some of the best. Um, and there's room for all of it at the theater, but with there streaming, is. with streaming now? It's just like, you know, it's kind of reminds me of it's like the newspaper and then people all of a sudden got their news from online and then the newspaper still kind of exists, but you don't really think about it kind of feel like yeah. that's a theater right now. It's like, there's like the new newspaper. It's like, it's there, but I'd rather well, just go point, online.
1: At this point, the majority of the people that I know, and a lot of people I know, have their home televisions set up is just as good as a movie theater set up. Like, sound-wise, with the surround sound and the different stuff and everything. So, I mean, there's, it's... And yeah. Some people just get burned out like of the movie theater experience. It's you know, like you were talking about earlier, the people talking, people making noise, or someone on their phone. or Yeah. Yeah. You know,
2: I, it's not always a good experience. I mean, you can pause it. You can go to the bathroom without missing it If things, it's one of the bigger movies, that
1: you have to find like, you have to get there early to get a good seat. And if you don't get a good oh, seat, God, you yeah. don't get a good experience because you're in the weird spot in the yep. theater where you're not like getting the best view of everything.
2: Totally. Totally.
1: Oh, so, you know.
2: I mean, it's a pros and cons with everything, but yeah. I think 2021 should be the... It's, it's going to be an experimental year for uh, moviegoers when it comes to streaming, yeah. and will others follow suit? I hope so. We will see what the others do, but yeah. right now, I think HBO Max did a very smart move.
1: Um, well, it's interesting because it's the different solutions and places of where stuff will go. Like, WB has HBO Max, Disney has Disney Plus, Universal... Has Peacock? Yes. So.
2: And then don't forget, Mark, Paramount is going to be taking CBS All Access and they're doing Paramount Plus.
1: Plus. And that's
2: coming out in 2021. Yes. So they could do the same thing too. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone has their own streaming service at this point. Yeah. Yeah. They're all going to have one.
1: (laughs) It's just even discovery has their own now at this point. discovery I, plus is going to be a thing I there's a m c plus
2: yeah, yeah, so it's out of control, baby. they ran out of everyone's games.
1: everyone's plusing. they're like everyone's plusing plus. up
2: plus you get a plus and you get a plus, and get you a plus. Get a plus.
1: except for h b o is in the max they're the taking to the max
2: I like it I like it the max um all right, Mark. any more news before we move on?
1: I think that's a lot. That's a lot for people. Let's get into some fun stuff before we get into our uh, big topic.
2: Okay. So just so everybody knows, we have a video version. We have an audio version. For the people listening on their headphones, on the audio version, you'll get the whole song. I'm going to put the whole song in there for you. On the video version, you're just going to get like 30 seconds because that's all we can do. And we, we want the show to move along. So Just just so everybody knows, you want to hear the whole song, listen to the audio version of the show, or hey, just Google the song, listen to it on your own.
0: And we can make an angel in a grassy lawn the gingerbread house
2: That is the regrets with holiday ish uh, came out like I believe last year, um, huh. and they are a fantastic group. Uh, they have they they had like one of their major releases two years ago or a year before COVID, so twenty nineteen I believe. And they have a very um, a stylish feel. They almost mm. feel like a throwback to the fifties, but they're more they're modern. I highly recommend them as a band. But this is one of, the, one of my new favorite songs, Holiday-ish. It features uh, Dylan Manette. I don't know who he is. But he compliments her, her voice very well. But highly recommend checking that song out. And it's one of my favorites. It's like, I like Christmas music. And I, bands that I like will put out like a single or two. And I'm like, oh man, I got to hear that. And because I get sick of hearing the same shit all the time. I want to blow my brains out after a while. I'm like, Mm. I I don't want to hear, you know, Frank Sinatra's Jingle Bells. Yet again, someone Mm. shoot me. No offense to anybody who likes that. I enjoy it, but...
1: Speaking of which, no, I was
2: kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was like, am I throwing that to you, Mark? You're going to be like...
1: Uh, But anyway... well, My first song...
2: Yeah, let's hear your first
1: one. Is a a classic. I am more into the classics. I actually have this album, uh, and I listen to it every Christmas time. It's a...
0: Rise, and may all your Christmas be white.
1: Bing Crosby's White Christmas. Yeah. Yes. There's a movie, which we talked about earlier in the show, called White Christmas. This song did not appear, the song appeared in a movie before this, sung by Bing Crosby, called Holiday Inn. Uh, He sings the song in that movie, and that's what sprung the idea of making the White Christmas movie. Real. So a little fact toyed for you.
2: But uh, this is
1: like, my family's like, classic. Every year we watched, my mom loved this movie. Every year we watched White Christmas and Holiday Inn, but White Christmas was a big one. Uh, Danny Kaye's in it. Uh, It's a great film if you haven't seen it which i don't know who hasn't at this point yeah if you haven't seen white christmas it's a classic christmas movie about the old radio days and everything like that and it's it's like every time i hear it no matter how many times i hear it like takes me back to when i was a kid watching it on a wintry day around christmas time so
2: it's a classic that's why i like it it's a classic all
0: the lights are coming on
2: a yeah.
3: Christmas song.
2: Uh, I love it. There you go. This song, I got Allison in into. Like I have like my Christmas playlist and this is the one song she loves. We both love it.
1: Speaking of which, here's my second tune. <laughs> Waitresses, Christmas tripping.
2: Yeah, that's a great tune. That is a
1: good. It one. is. It's a great tune. It's just one of those songs that each time it comes on, you just I'm just bopping along, singing along. Yeah, that is a good one. It's a happy Christmas song. Oh yeah, it's so happy. It is. She wants to skip. I mean, Christmas. like happy sounding, like boppy. She wants to
2: skip Christmas. The whole song is about skipping Christmas. Yeah. Well,
3: yeah. Which, but I mean,
2: which kind of is kind of like this year.
1: It's a perfect song for this year, if you think about it. Kind of
2: is. Kind of is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's my second one.
2: Yeah, that's a great tune. Totally agree with that.
1: All right, Brian. Um, Let's see what you got.
2: Casablanca's...
1: How do you piss off the first name? Julian. Yeah, not Julian like you said the first time.
2: Oh, I think I overpronounced it on purpose, but Julian.
3: I <laughs> Julian.
2: Yeah, I didn't mean... Julian. I think I just overpronounced it for just like, you know... Effect? Effect. It, okay. I know what his first name sure. is. Uh, okay. Lead singer to the Strokes. And what made this this... This song has a special place in my heart, and I Just like you. I picked two newer songs that I've never put on my list before.
1: This song I have put on my list. You put on every year. Probably every year. Since it it happened on Saturday Night Live.
2: Well, since we were doing this podcast. But what made this song special? It was the first Christmas me and Allison had together. We lived Mm -hmm. in Springfield. Uh, As we know, big SNL fans. And Jimmy Fallon, Chris Kattan, Tracy Morgan, Horatio Sands – would come out with a little piano with a little keyboard and they would do this song and they did it multiple times Uh, i think maybe four or five times at this point
1: well Uh, they changed it around and they did um like an easter version i remember one year oh did they i I remember remember. them doing like different holidays they would do like different holiday versions of this song
2: but it was the christmas one was special when it would happen they did it three times i think the three years we were all together and then it kind of it became like this cult favorite thing. Yeah. Well, he Julian had a new album, a solo album, coming out right around yes. Christmas time. He was going to perform on Jimmy Fallon on Christmas, the week of Christmas. And I remember, I would me and Allison love the SNL version of the song. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, something's going to happen. I feel that he's going to like this. This cover is on his record. He's playing Jimmy Fallon. Something's gonna... I'm like, there's no way they're not gonna do this. This is, like, perfect timing. Why would he have this? It was a bonus track on his album. Yeah, It it just came out. He's on Jimmy Fallon. I'm like, and they did it. And it was so fucking awesome, man. (laughs) I blew my stack.
1: This is up... This was... This kind of, like, the thing that, like, I correlate this to for me. I also enjoy that song. And, you know, I'm in thralled i love it it's fantastic yeah the feeling you're having right now is a feeling i had saturday night actually when they announced who the musical guest for next week or this coming saturday is going to be oh who? it's bruce springsteen in the E street band oh nice and my first thought was oh man they're gonna play santa claus is coming to town
2: they have to
1: which has to happen
2: Oh, God, the second song.
1: I remember, the first one. I'm sure you remember this, back when Conan O'Brien was on NBC and it was a late night show.
3: Yeah.
1: The drummer from the East Street Band, Max, Max Weinberg, Weinberg yep. is, was Conan O'Brien's band leader. And Bruce Springsteen and them played that song. And Conan O'Brien played guitar with them. And I remember that being like one of the greatest things I've ever seen on television on like a late night show. Like it was fantastic. Right. So my first thought was, oh, oh man, if they don't play Santa Claus is coming to town. They have to, they it, have to. Uh,
2: the first song will be whatever he's promoting. And yeah. the second song has got to be, it's got to be, um, it would be a crime not
1: to. Yeah, And he has, um, to, he has to do the beginning part where he's like, Clarence, you have been good this year? Like he's still got to do it. Even though, Unfortunately, no. Clarence Clements isn't with us anymore. No, no. That has to happen.
2: Uh, that's awesome. I, I had no idea. Because uh, I watched it yeah. live on Hulu, so I don't see the little card that tells you who's on there. Yeah, that says who's the next, yeah. Yeah. But, man, that song, like, takes me back to living in Springfield, me and Allison's first Christmas. That's, like, one of the first songs I will play when the season starts. It's yeah. like the first song I got to listen to. It's a good
1: one. That's yeah. a good
2: one. And, and – and, and, I can't get i'm not sick of it i love it i love it a lot and um i you know there's so many versions of that song but that to Mm. me is the finding version because it's like the culmination of everything if i can get my hands on the the when he was on jimmy fallon that would be even better but uh still that to me is the best version yeah all right mark
1: this is a from an old christmas special They didn't sing the whole song on the Christmas special. Uh, You can get a hold of, if you can find it, it, I believe it was a uh, record store day release of this, this album.
0: King to see Pa-rum-pa-bum-bum our finest gifts We bring Pa-rum-pa-bum-bum pa rum pa bum rum pa bum bum Un- Peace on earth come, Can it be And years from King now see, Perhaps we'll see our See the gifts day we bring of us. glory Every child must be made to care, care enough for his man, man to give all the love that he can. I pray your my wish will, be will come true. It's for my child and your. Save my, my day.
1: David oh. Bowie, Bing Crosby, Peace on Earth, slash Little Drummer Boy. Yeah, classic. Now, there's a whole skit that happens on it. It was a Bing Crosby Christmas special in the 70s, I want to say. Yeah. And uh, it's Bing Crosby's at home, and David Bowie happens to stop by for a cup of sugar or something, and they just go <laughs> As inside, he would. As you would, you know, back in the day. Yeah. In a full suit and everything. And uh, Bing Crosby uh, asked him if he wants to sing a song, and they sing this song, and it became instant classic status. It's fantastic. Um, If you want an even awesomer version of this song, in my opinion, comedy-wise, like if you want to get a laugh as well, uh, Will Ferrell and uh, John C. Riley did a remake of this. Yeah, yeah. Where I think... Will Farrell plays Bing, plays uh, David Bowie. And John C. Riley plays being Crosby. They play it straight too. Like it's like weird. It's online. It, you can find it. It's fantastic.
2: Funny or Die. When Funny or Die was. It's creepy. Thing. They did
1: such a good job. Yeah. It's yeah. like they sound just like each guy. They did a great job with it.
2: It's so bizarre. But, I love it. Yeah.
1: It is. It's great. But yeah. So that's my third one. It's great. Uh, Little drummer boy is my dad's favorite Christmas song. Like I remember, they had like the the animation, the claymation thing right. movie for Little Drummer right. Boy, which my dad loved growing up. So, and this was just another great. It's a great song. It's not Christmas till I hear that song at least right. once. So, cool. I'll probably listen to it as soon as we get done with the show.
2: <laughs> I, I love it, Mark. Uh, those are our songs, our favorite six. Uh, Christmas yes. songs? So we there's should... more,
1: but we only did three because we wanted to have time to talk about other stuff. Dude,
2: there's so many Christmas songs, it never ends. It never yeah, ends.
1: that's true. It never ends. Uh, but um, the reason why we only did three is because on Friday, in my opinion, I don't know if it's yours as well, the greatest episode of Mandalorian aired.
2: Well, let's go back to Friday, Mark. Who, I texted you. Now I don't do that very often. After watching, I know that's like, I-
1: like Claire's. Like, who is texting you right now? I'm like Brian. She's like, is everything okay? And I was like, yes, it's just Mandalorian. She's like, okay, because Brian never texts you, so usually what? something happened. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was like, in the, isn't Claire at work in the afternoon? It was well, like, we
1: both took. She had Friday off because they're doing, uh, they're remodeling her office.
3: Yeah.
1: So Friday they were to have the power turned off, so they gave them all Friday off. Well, so I took Friday off.
2: Oh, uh, okay. So we're
1: actually both in bed still sleeping when you texted me at 10.30 in the morning. I don't think it was 10.30. I can tell you exactly what time it was, and it was not late in the afternoon.
3: Did
2: I? I, I watched it early because I was excited to watch it. You did
1: watch it early.
2: But it wasn't, it could have been 10.30. But I, who, who the hell is in bed at 10.30 in the morning? Um, well, while you're looking that up. Um,
1: it was 12.07.
2: Yeah, you're still in bed at twelve oh seven.
1: I was just waking. I was just getting in the like getting the day going. At noon? Oh my god, my day's half over. Oh, um, well, you know when your wife has a day off, you I mean,
2: you seem to just do whatever your wife tells you to do.
1: Um, I mean, don't you? I don't sleep until noon. If she wanted you to stay in bed with her uh-uh. till noon,
2: I'm up. I'm up. I can't do it. Uh, she tries to get me to take a nap once in a while. I'll try. I'll do it. But I, once I'm going, man, I'm going. I got things to do. I got things to do. All right. Anyway, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Mandalorian was so good. It's not like it, you're I, such
1: a happening dude. to get so much stuff going on. I know. Really, all it is is you're just downstairs playing video games.
2: No, I've been working on my basement. Can't or stop. that?
1: Yeah. Like two big things you have going on right now. That's I like, barely like play you're, video like video
2: games. Like you're video- making
1: or shaking or doing. Big things to change the world or anything.
2: No, none of us are. We're
1: just
2: doing this. Um. Anyway, (laughs) The Mandalorian chapter fourteen. It fucking blew me away, man. I like tragedy. I texted you right away. I was like, oh my god, this one was like, it blew me away. It was so yeah. So
1: I don't know if you noticed at the very end of it, not anything to do with the, the, well, to do with this episode, but not any like plot stuff or anything. Yeah. Uh, this was the first episode directed by Robert Rodriguez.
2: Yeah. I knew he was going to be directing one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I was like, wow, that makes so much sense. Cause the way it was shot and the, like the action was like
2: very really good. Yeah. Um, so
1: a lot happened in this episode. So
2: we have to go back to my, uh, my prediction, uh, of uh, when we heard the footsteps and we heard the spurs. Yes. I was like, it's going to be uh, uh, Boba Fett. And yeah. it was. Yeah. Now we know. I mean, the speculation was, no, it couldn't be.
1: Yeah.
2: But yes, yes, it was. It wasn't and just it-
1: Boba Fett that showed up in this episode.
2: It was the woman that we thought was Panic, dead. Who we yep. thought
1: was dead. Who so Boba Fett either helped or well, he helped but either he uh fixed her up or knew someone that could fix her up?
2: He she was on her way to die, he basically yeah. saved her life.
1: Give her like the cybernetic uh you know, Luke Skywalker adjustments.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Um so it's interesting. So you were also right when we talked about last week, will they go to the temple this episode or will it go with the last episode? But holy yeah. shit these final three episodes are going to be jam-packed because we, we go to the temple. We yes. bring the kid to the temple, and he's communicating to someone. Someone knows he's there. There is yeah. a beam of light that you cannot force penetrate field. it. You cannot yeah. penetrate it.
1: And Literally it's, a force field.
2: Yeah, and so it's either someone's talking to him, uh, yes. uh, or they're, they're, uh, coordinates are happening to say, I'm here, come get me. Like ET, yeah. sort of like that's what I was thinking. Yes. Um, and, you know, people are thinking, who could this be? Who, who, what Jedi will we see? Um, any thoughts on that, Mark? Because I, I honestly, I don't know. I can't think of any. I'm going many with
1: Jedi. it's Ezra Bridger.
2: Now, who's it? Rebels. From
1: Rebels. He's no. the Jedi, the young Padawan from Rebels.
2: Okay.
1: Who, uh, in the, fina- in the finale of the episode, or the fin- final episodes, he is fighting Thrawn and he gets blasted deep in the hyperspace, deep into the far reaches of the galaxy okay. with Thrawn. And in the final episode of the series, uh, Ahsoka and Sabine Wren, who's a Mandalorian, both go off in search of Thrawn and Ezra to find them so with last episode the mentioning of of ahsoka tano being in the episode and then the mess the mess mentioning of the magistrate working for thrawn which now leads me to believe that moff gideon is also working for thrawn yeah connects mandalorian to rebels which to me means the only solution i could think of is Ezra being the Jedi that shows up either the last episode of this season or early next season, which I'm assuming it'd probably be the end of this season because it makes sense to do it that way.
2: Right. We have two episodes left. I feel like it's... And
1: there's already been rumors of them casting Thrawn.
2: Yeah. 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 I heard that. So... So we'll see what Jedi, that's your prediction. I have no prediction on that. So I'm going to go with yeah. whatever you say because I... I
1: mean, the other person know. that... The only other Jedi that is feasible, I don't see it being Luke Skywalker because you'd have to de-age Mark Hamill to make it work.
3: Yeah, if he's you
1: someone years old at this point because it's only nine years after after uh, the Battle of Yavin, which is five years after Return of the Jedi ends. yeah. So,
2: and if it's any other actor, people are yeah, not going to like it. It wouldn't
1: make sense. Yeah, yeah
2: People won't like it. Uh, the um, only other
1: Jedi who's around during this time frame would be Kel- Kestis from Fallen Order. The video game.
2: Yeah, yeah. well, they, I don't know if they'll tie that in.
1: I don't think they would bring him in. That'd be yeah. a, too far of a stretch, I think.
2: Yeah, I think he's... Like, so I think yeah,
1: yeah. process elimination and deducing and scientific... <laughs> research that I've been doing on, on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> I deduct that it's going to be Ezra Bridger will show up.
2: Get all those ducks in a row, baby. Yes. You deduct them. Um, I deduct, deduct duck, goose. Yes. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm like, so excited for Friday, man. I just can't yeah. wait for Friday. Um, so we so
1: here's this- the question I have for what? you. What? What was your geek out level when... Boba Fett sky dropped into the, the battle.
2: With his with his uh, with the armor arm? on. Yeah. Dude. I got, a, you, I got a like bone. an
1: audible an audible noise.
2: Oh, I squealed like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I scared the cats. They were like, What the fuck's going on?
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. I no, was I scary. was like
1: so Claire, Claire was napping, which is why when I got your text is why I didn't respond right away.
2: So you guys wake up at noon, but then you go right to no, napping. No, we woke up
1: at like 10, and then we just napped after that.
2: <laughs> You're like, man, I slept so good, I got to go take a nap. Well, oh, I'm not crazy. telling you my whole,
1: my whole life, but anyways. Um,
2: <laughs> Sleeping, napping, you know.
1: You know, when there's nothing else to do, really. I mean, what else are you going to do? Um, but no, mine was, holy shit. And then Claire was like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, just watching Mandalorian. She's like, Okay. <laughs> didn't watch it with you no she doesn't watch it with me does allison watch it with you she actually
2: watched the last three episodes of the, the season one um
1: no, but not this season i'm saying no she, episode, no yeah.
2: no she doesn't yeah
1: care. exactly she doesn't care
2: um but man i when he showed up it was so cool when i saw slave one
1: oh his man. ship
2: you see his ship um i was like oh i think God. that's gonna be
1: a mando ship now
2: it has to be Dude, okay. Let's not. Let's. Hold on. okay. So we have the beam of light. We got the kid in there. We we all of a sudden we we're seeing Bubba Fat comes in. Basically, says his whole backstory. Of what's been yes. going on? We're here. Basically, I need this. I need this. We'll help you. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm now and
1: in charge of watching you and the child.
2: The the, the the device that was attached to the ship is leading. um
1: the Empire, Moff Gideon, Gideon.
2: Moff Gideon. And we got to see... Uh, the dropships
1: from the new series the, of the movies. Armor,
2: the the robot troopers?
1: Those no, black... I'm talking about before that, though, we saw the the transport dropships.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yep. That are in the newer Star Wars movies.
2: Yep. And the robot, those were... Drop
1: off the, we had the yellow stormtrooper. The, 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 the robot... Launcher.
2: Yeah, the robot troopers are from the video game.
1: The dark troopers. I'm the talking before movie. that, though. We had a lot oh, more yeah. before that. We had the, yeah, yeah. the stormtroopers charging up, them up the hill and this is when we got Boba Fett coming in in his armor.
3: His I, okay.
1: When he, sees,
2: when he sees the armor, you got Mando's trying to... like Mando is very like thick-headed, right? He's like, I, yes. we have to go. He does it three times and he gets blown yes. back. I'm like, dude, you can't get in there like what are you well, doing because his
1: thought process is he just needs to keep track of the kid that's his main what
2: uh, i'm thinking directive. just stand there just stand there and wait till whatever's happening is done
1: because well because he doesn't know that him. that's what's going on he thinks that there's something that's hurting the kid or something or it's, he needs uh, to get I, out of there he wants to he wants to save his ship but he wants to keep track of the kid at the same time like that's his only home basically that's everything is that ship
2: i know so when when uh he sees his armor. Uh, Boba Fett sees his armor. He, gets he doesn't in see it. the
1: armor. He just sees the ship.
2: Yeah, but he knows the armor's on the ship.
1: Yeah. That That's the sad. way he
2: goes. Yeah. So uh, we have a wonderful fight. Um, and man, it kicked ass. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so then seeing Mando's ship blow up was kind of like seeing a favorite character die. I, I was almost like cried. seeing like I almost someone cried. had
1: blown up the Millennium Falcon or something.
2: Yeah, I would Yes, totally. If the Millennium Falcon blew up, that's what I yeah. would have felt. I felt that yeah. way for Mando's ship.
1: It was like if like Knight Rider was in a car accident. <laughs> he was drunk driving. That totaled the car. Like that kinda of, you know, in that level of yeah. like it's it's in the short time that show's been around, the ship has become its own character basically.
2: Right. The cliche. The ship. The city. Yeah. yeah, it's become its own character and we love it and seeing yeah. it blown up like that sucks. You know why? Yeah. Because he's put so much goddamn work into it. It's has got fixed
1: like nine times during this whole time the show been oh, going on. Oh god, it's, it's,
2: a ju- it's, it's a piece yeah. of shit but you love it. Uh, it's yeah. like an old car, you know?
1: Yeah. So, it's gone. Like the, it reminds me of Good Connection there. That reminds like it, would remi- it reminded me of like that car your parents had when you were young yeah yeah that you remember that car like my dad had a 78 nova it was a hunk of junk it was like banana yellow but i just like that was like my favorite car like i love right. that thing
2: right we had a station wagon loved it yeah yeah hunk of
1: junk like if when that like left or yeah. got it died that's what you're like oh man that's what was like when they blew up that thing Totally, totally my first thought was man his rail gun's gone because his gun was in the ship because he didn't have it on him oh the, big, the fork gun
2: yeah that is gone he all he yeah. had left was the uh the, the
1: little blaster pistol
2: no but then he pulled out of the wreckage was the the staff that he got from the last episode yeah the best
1: car staff now yeah that's, that's our, his. own. Yeah.
2: so that's his weapon now his his, yeah. bla- his main weapon um seeing boba fett use the old rocket launcher
1: yes which is only up. in the toy was in the movie yeah it was only a toy thing that was awesome
2: yeah that was so cool uh and
1: it's a jet pack without a like a hole he's not like he has rockets lying around anywhere
2: yeah well he uses one rocket so yeah uh that was awesome when he did it and he's like i was aiming the knee, for the, the knee other were, one
1: the knee rockets. Those are great.
2: And then at the end, he's just like, well, we didn't help you. We didn't help protect the kid.
1: So we'll help you. Now we're part of your clan, basically.
2: And they're going to use Slave 1. And now here's a prediction. Do, okay, so Bubba Fett has kind of redeemed his character arc right now. Yes. So as an audience member, we've seen being a a bounty hunter holds no allegiance up to whatever they want to hold allegiance to. But they yeah. They can play both sides, um, yeah. but now since he's kind of redeemed and he helps, if he helps Mando, do we see his character actually really die at the
1: end of the season? I think that's what this, the the thing is. I think that's the whole thing is now
2: a real proper Mando. Death.
1: Yeah, like F- Boba Fett dies either next episode or last episode mm. passes his. Thing onto Mando. Uh, Mando. Do you think the it, ownership of Slave One? But, he I,
2: but here, here's another question though. Okay, so we both agree he will die by the end of the season. Yeah. It's going to be, a, I think it's going to be a self sacrifice death.
1: I think oh, some sort. Yeah, yeah. He's
2: going to sacrifice himself for the greater yeah. good. And yeah. I think that will be the big redemption story arc for him. I mean, I yeah. This show has given these mini redemptions and mini little story arcs for everybody. But I think a a self-sacrificing moment would make his character in Star Wars lore really cool.
1: Round it out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I I think so. A nice Uh,
1: bow on it, as they would say.
2: Yeah. Because, you know, the real story that George Lucas killed him off is because he thought the toy sales weren't good and he thought the character would have done more and he killed it off because yeah. he, he thought he thought the character would have been more popular,
1: but it he had nothing wasn't. else for him. He really, didn't have so, anything to do with him. So he, like, he just he, he didn't
2: like it, so he killed yeah. the character off, and it became that character. Became, well, he wasn't
1: supposed to be a big character; he was supposed to be a side character.
2: But he was released in a cartoon to sell toys. Yeah, like, and yeah. the holiday special had the cartoon, and that was yeah. the first appearance of him, and it was going to sell toys. But I guess it didn't yeah. sell well people he didn't get a reaction he was hoping for so he mm. killed them he killed that character off and i guess everybody on the crew were like are you crazy like like come on now and that's that's what he did um yeah. so it's kind of it's kind of sad that george lucas did that but i think it's so great that we get to him make a comeback in this
1: yeah um, No, exa- exactly yeah i think it's going to be even like It's gonna be interesting to see because now they're going to break Bill Burr's character out of prison.
2: Yeah. Okay. So at the very end, that's that's something I want to ask you. So we see Mando's back with um, what's her face there? Cardoon. Cardoon, and like she's looking up Bill Burr's character for some reason. But why?
1: They they need him. He was because before he was a mercenary. He was an imperial assassin. Oh, so he knows. So the thing I think is the connection is that he knows the inside workings of this whole new group of imperials.
2: The ship, right. Or we'll be able
1: to get back with the imperials and be like, like, hey, I want to come back. I broke out of jail. I want to rejoin the empire.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then use him as the guys to get them into. Or anything to get into.
2: Will we see an old Star Wars trope come back, which we haven't seen in the series yet, the old disguise? Dressing up like... Not dressing
1: um, up like Imperials?
2: Yeah, yeah. We haven't seen that yet. And it I think it all could be time. him.
1: I think Mayfield could do that. But I don't think the rest of them like could.
2: Yeah, because Mando's not going to take off his helmet. He's
1: not going to take his helmet off, yeah.
2: Yeah. And Boba Fett? I don't... maybe, but... It'd be- he could,
1: because he has, like for all they know, they don't know he's the one that was fighting the stormtroopers. Right. They assume he's dead. So they don't yeah. think that it would be him. Fennec uh, was when she was being hunted by Mando was an Imperial sniper as well. Right. So she'd be welcomed back into the empire without any problems.
3: Right. Totally. So it
1: could be like a him, like a Bilbur Boba Fett, fennec handing over mandalorian situation and mm. air quotes i did that so if you're not watching um yeah. yeah like that kind of thing like the the old turning into chewbacca story like thing you know
2: yeah they're they're dressing up yeah oh well, yeah and then mando's like in the ship you got to have someone in the ship
1: yeah. but uh, i don't have know you're doing in the ship i oh, mean she could fly it
3: that's yeah. true
2: I'm excited, Mark. We got two more episodes. Man, this is going to be awesome. I, I, yeah. Uh, I, so on Friday, usually I watch the episode on Sunday afternoon. It's my ritual. Hmm. Or on Monday morning before we record. Um, yeah. But on Friday, I was working in the basement. And on my lunch break, um, I did my work. And I'm like, I am going to eat lunch while watching Mando this time. And I, yeah. uh, I was so excited. So I, I had a text to you. I'm like, oh, my God.
1: Yeah, no, it was oh, worth well, like. I I, was like good to be like? Oh, will watch it later on. I'll catch it. You know, when I get a minute. And then I got your text. I'm like, God oh, damn it! Now I gotta go watch it right now because I can't wait because he's gonna keep bothering me about this until I watch I didn't it. Didn't bother you? I I just well, didn't... no, I knew you just keep texting. me, Like, have you watched it yet? Have you watched it yet?
2: No, no, I would. I, you know. have. Yeah, no, I I'm just like, dude, it was amazing. You'll get another. I watch on? this
1: shit. Watch it. We'll watch right now.
2: You'll get another text from me on Friday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know
2: oh my god oh my god
1: you gotta watch this
2: oh my god so good but anyway let's hope everybody continues the journey with mando with us uh next yes. week uh i don't know what another christmas
1: our favorite christmas specials okay christmas specials. Be it special yeah. like not like an actual like christmas special but like shows that were released especially around christmas time
2: a christmas special then you said but not I'm saying, like, like a Christmas
1: special, but it's a Christmas like, special. As in, like, I a Christmas. Little Drummer Boy, Frosted Snowman, like, only shows that were put out for Christmas.
2: Hence, Christmas special.
1: Yeah, but not like Christmas movies, I'm saying.
2: Yeah, well, there's, yeah. that's there's two different things. Yes, Elf yes. is a Christmas movie.
1: Yes, not a Christmas special.
2: Rudolph the red the Reindeer
1: is a Christmas special. A special. Yes, yeah.
2: Now, here's I'm gonna ask also
1: include like the Bing Crosby Christmas specials, like older Christmas specials that you watched when you were younger. Yeah. That were reruns or whatever. So here's well,
2: obviously. It has the word special on it. It's a Christmas special. But here's a question I have for you.
1: Yes.
2: If it's a Christmas episode from a TV show, do we want to count that or
1: no? No. Okay. So it's a special Yes. One time thing. one One time. one time viewing.
2: Movie uh T V special event. Yes. Okay. Gotcha.
1: Yes. I got it. Easy yeah. peasy. Lemon squeezy. Like the, the Festivus episode of Seinfeld does not count. Damn
2: it, because that was my
1: top I know pick. it was your number one. My number one, baby.
2: Number one with a bullet. Yes, that was it. I was gonna pick that bad boy. Cock it um, and pull it. Uh cool. Well this has been a good show, Mark. Yes. Um, hope everybody has a great week. We'll be back next week for... Uh, yes, please also stay out.
1: safe out there. Uh, as you know, we've been doing this show this way because of the COVID situation. And as I'm sure most of you have heard, the COVID situation is not doing well right now. It's well, yeah, on the uptick. So stay safe out there. Wear your masks. Social distance from people if you can. Either way, wear a mask. Stay safe. So we can all talk about Mandalorian some more next week. And we'll see you all then. Yeah. All right.